Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Friendship Quest. The Friendship Quest, a podcast made by me and Katie. This is Katie. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Classic. It's another another great intro. Episode complete, I think. Oh, that's the end? Yeah. Well done, everyone. That's the episode. What question did we answer? How best to introduce your podcast. Oh, and that was it. That was the best one. We were all downhill from here. Sorry, I wasn't ready. And then you said hello, and I was scared. Understandable. <laughs> but, you know, no excuses. So, what's what's happening? Hello, everyone. I hope you're well. And we're well, uh, mostly. How are you, Katie? I'm good. I feel a bit funny. We're in a funny mood. <laughs> it's because we went outside. We left. We went for a walk, and that was probably a mistake. Um, there were a lot of people around and about. Hello, listeners of the Friendship Quest. <laughs> you know we are in a pandemic, but stay home, stay safe, stay safe. It was very sunny. I loved it. Go outside for a walk. Maybe don't sit around in a park. True. That's our lesson for today. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> Uh, right. If the question is, should I sit around in a park in the middle of a lockdown? The answer is no. Well answered. Thank you. Well understood. A plus. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. You sent us some lovely messages and things, all from last week. What have we got, Katie? Um, we had an email back from Ella, who's the owner of Peppa the Rabbit. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Who we talked about last episode so they got their rabbit um like the a week or so ago the lot bunny yeah and they did actually send us pictures it's really cute um <laughs> so i hope pepper is well because we hope pepper is well pro pepper podcast thank you so much for the pictures they really brightened our days yeah we and love very pepper cute. and we do have your question by the way you asked we do have it we will get around. List. Every question will be answered We're at trying. some point. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, and then as for comments on my TikTok, um, somebody said, you scare me. I don't know why. <laughs> Thank you. We were arguing this earlier. I think you're not that scary. But I have been told a few too many times in my life <laughs> that I'm intimidating upon like first meeting me. The confidence scares people. I'm not a confident person, I know, though. It's, it's confusing, but that's all I can think of. So I don't know whether it's just because, like, I'm so anxious that I just come across as, like... Aloof. Unapproachable. Maybe. But I don't think that's the case. I don't know. I think... Oh, I don't know. I'm not scary. Do you think Katie's scary? Tell us at thefriendshipquest at mm-hmm. gmail.com. <laughs> I asked, what was your favourite thing to learn in history lessons? Because last was episode about was about history. Um, we have... Somebody said, from the Battle of Hastings... Um, yeah, they liked the Battle of Hastings from the contenders of the throne to their deaths. That was quite interesting. We liked the Battle of Hastings. I don't know anything about the Battle of Hastings. Uh, the Norman Conquest? Is that 1066? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Thank you. <laughs> know the date. And somebody said World War II. Which is a is a, a lucky for you because I think you probably did manage to learn a lot about that. Mm. Somebody said that when they heard me say what is history, they immediately went to you and me got a whole lot of oh, history. I saw that comment. <laughs> uh, I had that song stuck in my head literally the rest of the day. So was... thank you for that. Very nice. Somebody said, you all have such good energy with each other. I love it. Have to disagree, but yeah, thank you. I'm not a fan <laughs> of that. My class once went on an evacuees trip and five kids started crying at the sound of the siren, yet the speakers were clearly visible and had a cloth on. Aww. So I'm glad other people have experienced the evacuees I mean, trip. yeah, it's exactly. It's scary. It's but Is it? I never found it scary. Well... I guess some I'm of us were I'm just built a bit... different. <laughs> <laughs> some of us were clearly a bit more advanced in history class. Yeah. Um, and somebody put, where do I know his voice? Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> it is me. Ha ha. He he. I am the voice. That was it. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you so much for all your comments. Please do continue to leave them on Katie's TikTok or send us more emails uh we've received more stuff and we will get to it and we will address all the questions so feel free keep sending them in we love it 
Thank you again. The friendship quest at gmail.com. <laughs> Did that sound like an advert voiceover? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So our question today is Well <laughs> You interrupted me. I was gonna say it's been sent to us by Stop <laughs> in a silly move. Our question today has been sent to us in a voice message, which you can also do on our anchor. Um so we will listen to it. Yep. And then we shall address it. Hi, Katie. Hi, John. I am Rian. Hi. Katie, I followed your TikTok for a while and I love your videos. And John, you are really funny. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, my question for you is, what do you think is the most unpredictable or groundbreaking TV show or movie? And if you were to direct a movie or TV show, what would it be about? And what would you do to not make it cliche or predictable? Right. I'm writing down some of this stuff. Yeah, write down the I'm question. Gonna forget. <laughs> It's a really good question. Yeah, there's just so much in it. And I want to make sure we address everything. Thank you. Thank you so much for that question. <laughs> we loved it. I also love your accent. We love you, uh, Rian. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel strange saying because people say that to me all the time on my TikTok. And I know that that means that they're not English. Must be. Because no English person is saying that they like my accent. <laughs> and so it's just people who think I'm Hermione Granger. That's literally it. But... Let's address some of your things. Thank you for following me on TikTok. It's much appreciated. Thank you for saying I'm funny. That was very nice of you. That was very nice. And very true. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> boosted his ego too much. It was good. Um, it's good so to say nice things. It is nice to say nice good things. <laughs> it's good to say nice things. <laughs> that sentence got away from me there. Right. Let's let's go into this is gonna be adventure of a mm. question. A true quest, if you will. Oh. Oh. Oh, because we're the friendship <laughs> quest. <laughs> Don't forget the name of the podcast. I didn't that's... understand why you were talking about quests. On John's list of rules, that's number four. I'm not gonna ask what the top three are. <laughs> okay. So the first part was about TV and movies that already exist yep. and what we think has been unpredictable or groundbreaking. Which is a difficult question because we haven't been alive for most of cinematic history. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but I think that we definitely have some ideas and certainly what we've experienced. Yeah, so it groundbreaking, I think, is the hardest bit to answer mm. um, because you're right. Like, I think the biggest groundbreaking moments in cinema we d we haven't really had that because the groundbreaking stuff was stuff that changed cinema early on yeah in its formation so that's harder unpredictable i've got a few i think yeah because i'm someone who hates any form of media that's predictable yeah. if it feels like it was easy to write or come up with i immediately dislike it we're not cliche friendly here <laughs> i don't mind a cliche okay i watched once upon a time that's true let's be real <laughs> um we but... love a good twist and a turn that we didn't see coming yeah if it just feels like it was easy to make like you made it for money and nothing else i can yeah, that's when it gets that. to me yeah. Cough, cough, live action remakes. And as we've already discussed in our uh, What Makes a Good Story episode, there's a lot of... It's very difficult to come up with a new story because they all sort of follow yeah. traditional things. Well, I think that's why we're getting into a large period of cinema where it's stuff like remakes. Yeah. Because we've done, we, we're running out of things to make remakes and are hot right now i think that's sad a little bit i don't like remakes because well. I, I think if more people were willing to push the boat out and like yeah. actually try and do something different I we would have some interesting cinema but you've got to be bold it's a shame that a lot of like these disney remakes are being made for example in replacement of other things yeah um, yeah i'd much rather see like 10 bad but completely out there movies oh 100 percent. 10 remakes of yeah. old disney movies you know yeah but i just it's right. one it's one of those things because like so for example cars as a movie not a movie i enjoy 
No. People love it. And I think it feeds more into sort of standard action cinema, the sort of things you're going to expect from that kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> you tired, John? No, I'm just trying You just not... had a big boy yawn. I don't want to yawn into the microphone. <laughs> it's very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think for people who like cars, they want like that action, you know, you're, it's got that a typical good, sort of yeah, paced storyline. Story vibe, yeah. Um, and there's and nothing think, wrong with that on no, the surface. Yeah, that's just not my kind of Movie. thing. Yeah. I'd rather something that goes completely out there and does something new. And I think people are scared of making that because it feeds to um, a smaller audience. Absolutely, I mean... But you've got to do that because then the smaller audience becomes the bigger audience. Yeah. That's how any new genre comes about. There's The art of cinema really does come into its own when it's about riding the balance between what is mass appeal and what will actually mm. push the boundaries of something new. And there are, I think there are cases where that does happen. Yeah. And we maybe we will get, let's dive into that. Okay. So in our lifetimes, mm -hmm. what do you think has been one of the most groundbreaking movies you've seen? Um, okay. I think Avatar is an interesting one. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. That was near the start, well, I think it was anyway, that of was like about, 3D cinema. It was like one of the first big 3D blockbusters. Yeah. I think that came out when I was in, I was about 10, I think. Possibly. I went to see it in the cinema. I saw dad. it in the cinema. I did not see it in 3d i don't think oh. no i did i did i didn't like 3d oh. cinema um it scared me a little bit i think i'd had a bad experience at um universal studios with honey i shrunk the audience <laughs> which is uh, like yeah honey i shrunk fair, the kids but in like three 4d i think i went to see like a 4d thing at disneyland a few mm. years before and yeah that, yeah that did scar me a bit yeah so i didn't like 3d cinema <laughs> um and i didn't really think it added anything to th like people would use it you would see like a shot that they'd been like ah, ah we'll put yeah. this in 3d and it was it just like a spaceship coming past <laughs> yeah. and it was like oh wow um whereas avatar was made for that experience like that movie yes. needed to be experienced that way, I feel. And it's a sh yeah, it's a shame because I own the DVD, I think. Yeah. And it could never compare. No, it that was that was an experience and yeah. I liked the fact that it was an experience visually. Um, yeah. And that's why it became the top grossing movie for yeah. like a decade. Let me Google when Avatar came out actually. I'm guessing two thousand nine. Okay. It was two thousand nine. Yes. I'm um, a genius. But two thousand and nine for how amazing that film looked, that's ridiculous. Well, they spent like 12 years on it or something, I think. <sighs> it was in production forever. But I think you can tell as yeah. well. And now we get five sequels. Aren't you excited? <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of want to see Avatar 2. I want to know what they're going to do That would be the next so ones. wild. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just... I haven't watched that movie in years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Maybe we should watch it again. Oh, I just don't really want to. Hmm. Can you name a character from Avatar? Um, Jake Sully. Oh, well played. Ha ha. <laughs> I've seen people go around asking that question. It's like, <laughs> Avatar's the top grossing film of all time. Name a character. People just don't know. And it's a good point, you know. But yes, I think Avatar was groundbreaking for the time, but then it's sort of not really gone anywhere. Like 3D was, for a hot minute, 3D was like what yeah. everyone was doing. 3D TVs were becoming a thing. For, yeah. home, for home use. And then it's sort of not really gone anywhere. No one really releases things in 3D anymore. I went yeah. to see The Phantom Menace, Star Wars The Phantom Menace in 3D, the re-release in cinemas. <laughs> Didn't really add anything. <laughs> no, why would it? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a bit of a disappointment. I, I mean, it sort of worked better for animated films and like obviously Avatar is mostly CG anyway. Yes. So it, it seems to work better for that. But on the whole, groundbreaking at the time... Not really useful now. Mm, okay. I'd like to think that, you know, that was an important realisation for people, that 3D wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> that was groundbreaking I also do... I do think from, like, a visual effects um, department sort of... Perspective? Yes, thank you. Perspective <laughs> is the word. Um, I'm sure it must have made 
some huge leaps there as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. With the idea of like mocap and... Yeah, yeah. Well, as I understand it, whenever a big film like that comes out, they often have to completely redesign like some software that they're using. I know for Interstellar, there was a lot of stuff to do with, you know, those shots of the giant black hole and stuff. Mm. The way they generated those shots was like a completely new way of doing it, I believe, that, you know, had never been done before. So that's pretty cool. Um, Not that a general audience would necessarily notice that. Yeah, I think... Oh, what movie is that in? It's in a similar movie to Interstellar, I think. Um, I watch these videos on YouTube of um, these visual visual effects guys who, like, talk through movie yeah, visual yeah, effects. Yeah. And it's them. this shot in a movie of a little girl running through a corridor um, and the camera's sort of panning with her as she runs towards the camera. And then, like, as it keeps on going, her hand reaches out to open a mirror cabinet and it oh, turns yeah. out you've been looking through the mirror and the visual effects guys were like Pfft. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> yeah i've seen that I, i've seen that clip and before. it's it's such like a, a simple looking shot that when i first watched it i was like okay yeah but my god <laughs> how did they do it um so that's another yeah. one. No, there's some some amazing things. And you see that if you go back at any point in cinematic history. So I've gone back and watched some Hitchcock films. Oh, okay. For those of you that don't know, Alfred Hitchcock was a very, <laughs> very old, but very prolific director at the start of really modern cinema. Yeah. So around the 50s, 60s. Um, and like he, he did Psycho. He did mm-hmm. uh, the 40, 39 Steps. Oh, I don't steps. know. <laughs> I think that was the film I, I, I saw it in, but it, there's just like these panning shots where like you're seeing these characters in a car moving along and suddenly the camera sort of rotates and it suddenly rotates outside of the car. Whoa, And okay. you see the car drive off and it's like, how on earth did you do that with no CG, no computer graphics? Yeah. And it's pretty amazing when you think about it. Yeah, and, and yeah. It's hard to look back on older movies and realise what they did. Yeah. Because we have that. You know. just, yeah, that would be so easy to do yeah. today. Um, but yeah. Okay, so that's like groundbreaking stuff. Unpredictable stuff. So that's groundbreaking in a technical sense, but it's not necessarily what the audience would experience. In terms of what really shook us plot-wise, I think. Well, that I think, yeah, that's the more sort of unpredictable territory. Yeah. Um, I'm going to raise this. Okay. This is... It was one of the... Um, most interactive experiences I've had in a cinema because everyone in the audience was shook and I've never had something like that before. Well, I have since, but at the time that was like the first time I'd sat in a cinema. And, Do we need a spoiler warning? Um, no, it's an old movie. <laughs> okay. Um, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I haven't seen it. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. I don't really have an interest in that seeing it. That moment... People know what I'm talking about. If you've seen it, you know. There's a big fight and then something happens. Um, that's it. That's. <laughs> but... It shook you. It wasn't what happened in the book. Oh. So everybody who had read the book... I didn't read the book, so for all I knew, it was following the book. But everybody right. who'd read the books also didn't know. I watched it very early on after its release. Don't know why. Wasn't a Twilight fan particularly, <laughs> but it felt like something I should see. Yeah. Um, I was there with a friend and the thing happened. Every single person in that cinema gasped. We all like lost up. It was like, <gasps> and then you could just hear like muttering like, oh my God. <laughs> and I've never had an experience like that because it wasn't, and it was a bit of a cliche twist, I guess, but it was done so well that nobody saw it coming. Well, that's the, that's the beauty of it. It's allowed to be, you know, something you've seen yeah. before, but if it really took you by surprise and i'm not i'm not about to go mad about the twilight movies and (laughs) tell tell everybody what they've done for cinema because (laughs) um (laughs) but there was something about that that's stuck with me years later was seeing that in the cinema okay i can see that yeah i have no idea what the thing is (laughs) i don't we'll watch it oh okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that's a good that's a that's a really good example actually i'll tell you after the podcast oh we'll watch the, we can watch the scene i'll be privy to a secret <laughs> <laughs> i just don't i don't i don't want to spoil it if people haven't seen it okay um good shout another thing since then that was similar i guess marvel spoilers but marvel also spoilers. i'd like to think everybody knows this at this point who's who would be interested yeah infinity war 
um, was another movie that left me feeling like that. I knew things were going to go down. Yeah. Because it was it was kind of everywhere that like things happened in yeah, this movie yeah. and it wasn't necessarily going to be a happy experience. But I sat in that cinema and like the last, I don't know how long that movie, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like it was getting to the end. I was like, oh, this, this has been okay. Like it's been all right. Um, and then suddenly everything happened and, and people were yeah. screaming, probably including me. Oh. Um, I was like fully, I've never like spoken properly out loud in a cinema before because I'm too anxious for that. But I was with friends and like things would happen. I'd just be like, no, <laughs> fully sat in the cinema like, no, that didn't happen. This can't be happening. There was screaming, there was crying. There was like, it, no, yeah. what? <laughs> like everywhere. It was amazing to see because I really didn't see it coming. I mean, yeah. Because think, it's so not what Marvel does. Yeah, I think Infinity War as a movie was, I mean, we're going back to groundbreaking. I think it was groundbreaking in a number of ways. For the genre, yeah. yes. I mean, even like nowhere near that scale of like, of a movie has ever happened before that point. I don't yeah, that think. is true. Like the fact the that crossover. the number of movies that preceded it that were required to watch it, as annoying as yeah. that might be, the fact that they managed to juggle all of those characters, all mm-hmm. of those themes, all of those plot lines and make a coherent movie yeah. is amazing. And yeah, that's the that's first true. time it's been done. And and yeah, the fact that they had such a big twist in there at the end. Yeah. And for a long time, for the rest of that day, it like had impacted my day you know yeah, yeah. it wasn't like oh, i'm at the cinema i'm gonna chat to my friends about it and then i'm gonna move on with my life like i had to i was thinking about it yeah it had affected my mood <laughs> <laughs> but and then and then i got to a point where i realized well that's not gonna actually stay like that yeah because nobody would be brave enough to do that and i was right they weren't but for that moment that day it yeah. felt like a big thing for the genre and yes they then changed it, which I get I, they had to. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, there's part of me that wishes it hadn't quite been such a, like, Uno reverse. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's surprising because I think Infinity War is a better film than Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously Endgame's now the top grossing film, I believe. Yes, it which is. Which is amazing. But I'm guessing it sort of Infinity War also did the thing where it created such a big hype around it. And I think Avatar yeah. benefited from the same thing. Infinity War is the reason Endgame is Became the highest so grossing movie of all time. Yeah. yeah. And all the good things that Infinity War did, Endgame also did in terms of like the characters and the themes yeah. and the music and the effects and everything. I mean, Endgame broke me. <laughs> Infinity War like shook... Like, I was shook yeah. for a bit and then I real and then you had to wait a year. Yeah. A year. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe they did that to us. Um but you know, I'd kind of got to grips with the fact that like, oh well, they were gonna um sit solve the situation, like yeah. things were gonna work out. Endgame did break me as a human being. Yeah. So that was pretty groundbreaking. Pretty- I think um I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of other movies that have done more unpredictable things because those movies have done unpredictable things, but like, you know, it was like Infinity War got solved, and that annoys me. Inception, I think, is a good example of a movie, and people don't like the ending of Inception. Inception. I love an ambiguous ending because they ju- it just stops. <laughs> like, yeah. The movie just ends. <laughs> uh, I love that. Uh, I think that was groundbreaking. Yeah. Because it it switched up how a how a plot is written i didn't understand it the first three times i watched it <laughs> but you know once you understand what's happening yeah. in the movie it's a great movie yeah um and i i think the ending's great for that i do like an ambiguous ending i i mean i'm not sure if that was i don't know what makes it groundbreaking you know it's definitely unpredictable definitely good mm. I think one of the movies I've enjoyed most recently is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I've seen at the cinema and I haven't watched since because it was reasonably recent. Um, it's uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. It is an 18, so if you're under 18, you know. Parents advise that's, that's up to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a great movie and... It was. It just went through so many different things, and you never knew where it was yeah. going at any point. It switched literally all the time. Um, 
like for most of it, I was sat there in the cinema and I was like, why is this an 18? Mm. And then, <laughs> and then things happened. And oh, that was such a good movie because it just didn't ever at any point go where I was expecting it to go. Yeah. I think, well, Tarantino's sort of known for that, isn't he? Yeah. He always has twists. Uh, and we love that. Mm. Quite violent movies usually. <laughs> so again, parent advisory warning. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. But yeah, directors like that definitely have, uh, you know, changed cinema. Mm-hmm. as others try to emulate what they do. And then I think TV is an interesting one. Yeah. I don't think there are as many unpredictable TVs because TV, movies, a lot of the time you have a standalone, unless you're Marvel. Mm. TV, a lot of the time, they want to, it to continue. Yeah. It's not a self-contained story like a movie, so not everything can resolve, which yeah. means you generally... You know, the char- the main characters are always protected mm-hmm. by plot armour to some extent. So you know they're not going to die at the start. Yeah. You know, you know, unless, you know, they do. In which case, big twist. Which was Game of Thrones. Ah. Uh, series one of Game of Thrones. Again an 18. <laughs> again an 18. Um, but that, that first season went, you know... Yeah, Game of Thrones Places. is good for that. Again, uh, probably a good example of a groundbreaking TV show for different reasons. Mm. But yeah, for juggling, again, yeah. so many different threads and storylines. Whereas and... I just think we're getting back into TV being predictable yeah. and mass appeal, except for Riverdale, which is neither of those <laughs> things anymore. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's, it's so new and innovative and no one likes it. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what it is like. Uh, is it predictable? Absolutely not. I could not tell you what is happening at any point. Yeah. Um, is it mass appeal? No, because literally everybody hates it. <laughs> I watch it because I have to. Yeah. I respect the hustle. Oh, God. <laughs> Make it end, please. Oh, yeah. I'm going back to cinema. I'm going okay. back to... Because I just thought of a good example that I saw recently, which was Parasite. Yeah, I never watched it, and we I should definitely watch it. should. And I think it's groundbreaking for a number of reasons. It's a very good film. I don't know what the rating is. <laughs> it's probably relatively high. Um, it's a very good film. It's a Korean, South Korean-made film, and I don't believe there's an English dub, or I don't mm. believe they've dubbed it into other languages. They, I mean, there might be somewhere. Um, but you're meant to watch it with subtitles, which was quite a controversial decision, I think. Especially... But I don't understand why. Why? <laughs> I think that is groundbreaking in a way mm. because, as well, for an anime fan such as myself, and, yeah. and for someone who's generally been more a fan of some of media in other languages, yeah, I'm much more used to reading subtitles, and uh, I think it was a funny thing to see, like people, like because it was such a big thing because it won an Oscar. Yeah. And it, yeah, it wasn't in English. Yeah. I think that is quite groundbreaking. And the fact that, yeah, it was in a general cinema release. It was a movie that lots of people went to see expecting <laughs> to be in English. <laughs> Did they actually? I've seen a lot of things, especially in America. I've seen a lot of like angry reactions to Parasite, like, wanting their money back because it wasn't in American. <laughs> I just don't understand because this was a similar time to Cats. <laughs> right groundbreaking movie and people people being like i want my money back because parasite wasn't in english but then people being like i really enjoyed seeing cats no i don't know what the venn diagram of those people are but i wouldn't be surprised if it was a circle <laughs> yeah that's what i was saying that is what i'm suggesting yeah i think yeah Cause i, I went mean, to see that movie for the memes i haven't seen it I felt really I bad in the cinema, actually, because I saw it with my friends and, you know, it was... I couldn't help but laugh through it. Aww. Like, I really couldn't help it. And all, there were some people there who were there to enjoy the movie. Yeah, that feels... You know, I wasn't, yeah. like... I wasn't particularly disturbing them, but there were times where it was, like, a serious moment I had to laugh. And I was like, <laughs> I feel bad. But also, you know, it's cats. It's cats. It's got James Corden in it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us if you enjoyed cats at thefriendshipquest at gmail.com. I'd be very curious to hear your opinions. It was a moment yeah. in my life. No, but I think Parasite did good things, and I hope we see more films like to a general audience that are, you know, not in English. Yeah, that would be cool. Especially because I think, and I don't know whether this is a product of something else, but um, 
when you like when you're watching things on Netflix or whatever, and it's um, from a Scandinavian country yeah. or something like that, um, they tend to be better. <laughs> and I don't know whether that's just they're better because we only get fed through their like best ones. Yeah, there's because definitely something about we're that. obviously sat watching hundreds of British yeah. and American TV shows. We're gonna see bad ones, and yeah. then occasionally a foreign I TV think, show slips through. That's I think really that's good. definitely the thing is that yeah, to break through to the international market, a movie has to be yeah. Know, so different. then it's like, why are they so much better than us? <laughs> yeah, but but I don't know. It's an interesting one. But I think also it sort of plays on different cultural themes. I mean, that's mm. one of the things that appeals to me about anime, in a sense, is that you get a completely different cultural perspective. Yeah. And that can be off-putting at first because, like, there'll be a lot of, especially in something more light-hearted, there'll be a lot of like side jokes and just sort of things you might not pick up on as someone who isn't a Japanese speaker or you know familiar with the culture uh, not that i'm <laughs> not that i'm an expert <laughs> but you sort of pick things up as you go along and it becomes more enjoyable over time but it's uh, some of the themes some of the ideas they're just different they're just new mm. which is which is interesting because again a lot of uh, a lot of cinema and a lot of tv is predictable because we've seen the same sort of stories again and again mm. or the same sort of themes so watch anime, kids. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think... So one of the animes we're watching at the moment is Black Clover. Black Clover. And I think it's a great example of um, being predictable. <laughs> because yeah. every episode, I know what's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, like, that's fine. I enjoy it. But I it's just... a show that hates to, like kill its characters or you know really yeah. shake things up and i just think most shows would be improved if <laughs> just suddenly season two episode three your main character dies that is definitely something that does happen however black clover is is one of these shows like a lot of tv shows that yeah, yeah. wants to continue for yeah, a long absolutely. long time it was just an example yeah. but yeah um there are a lot of yeah but it's not it's not the best anime <laughs> but it's really enjoyable it's really enjoyable but yeah. it is a bit like more trashy in a sense i just plead with the the theater gods more main character deaths please more main and characters and that doesn't mean like at the end like oh you've got your final moment yeah. let's kill them off and have an emotional no 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 change the main character halfway yes, through yes please oh my great. god i would lose my mind <laughs> But then you'd get bored of it again, would you? No. No? Never. <laughs> Never again shall I be bored if they kill the main character in the first 15 minutes of the film. I mean, I'm guilty of doing those things where you're like, you've been invested in a TV show for a long time and you go, if this character dies, I'll stop watching. But I've also never done that. I've Fair never enough. stopped watching because of that. You are definitely someone who gets very invested in characters. I do. Whereas I, I do like the characters, but it wouldn't stop. I don't think I'd feel the same way. Yeah, there there have been TV shows like um, The Walking Dead and 18, um, <laughs> where like main yeah. characters have died seasons after like we fall in love with them for seasons and then they've yeah. just died. I kept watching until the show fell apart. <laughs> it got really bad. Um, Once Upon a yeah. Time... John, uh, that we're watching, <laughs> buckle up because you know, at various points, people do die, and it's sad. I keep watching because it's yeah. interesting because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, actual yeah. stakes. That is good. We like that. That um, is how you make a good show. That's how you make a good show. Um, yeah, and I can understand that. And sort of anime, I think anime like Black Clover and like a lot of long running series sort of substitute that sort of shake up with you know just leveling up their characters yeah so you get invested because you're like oh i can't wait to see how this power evolves or how they mm -hmm. defeat this enemy or like oh it's an even bigger bad guy what's gonna happen next but it isn't like yeah it's not groundbreaking which is fair to say which i think um that's one of the reasons pixar tends to appeal to me more than like disney Mm. Disney tends to have more of a formula. Okay. Pixar is much more likely to just do something that's yeah. gonna be like wacko. Oh my god, no! What's going on here? <laughs> um, and like 
make you sad all of a sudden. Um, yeah. I just think that's way more likely with Pixar, and I think that's why it works. I mean, seeing Up for the first time was a surprise. Yeah, exactly. Um, Most of their movies, like yeah. Inside Out. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Um, onward. <laughs> oh, that really... Yeah, that did surprise me as exactly. well. Exactly. I think that's the thing. Like, it really... The sadness gets amplified tenfold when you're not expecting it to suddenly yes, be so sad. Exactly. Um, and that's why I always think Big Hero 6 is a Pixar movie. Yeah. Because it, it does that sort of thing and it's not. That is so strange. Yeah, there's a really big cognitive dissonance with <laughs> Pixar and Big Hero 6 not being <laughs> consistent. Oh, don't like that. Okay, well, I think that's our ideas sort of summed up of that's what we think of groundbreaking, unpredictable. Stuff. I could talk about animation as well, but again, it's sort of like just a technological thing. You wouldn't necessarily yeah. notice it. Yeah. Um. I think that's one of the things I've been introduced to more from watching the Disney movies all the way through yeah. chronologically. You can really see when they've like switched it up and done something new. Yeah. Um, and, and that's and always interesting. That's what I'm interested to see what will happen in the future, because I think the way, you know, the new ways we're developing of sort of generating this sort of media will continue to evolve. There'll be, continue to be movies that like completely change the way we do a visual effect and, and yeah. it will continue to yeah. improve and there'll be better ways of doing it and we'll be able to do things we've never done before. And maybe we'll even get, I don't know, it wasn't 3D, but there's probably going to be a next thing that people do. I reckon it's going to be VR, like virtual reality right. or something. Like if VR gets really good so that it's really comfortable to sit there, you're going to like sit in the movie or something. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying when we were watching Coco. I was saying, I don't know where we go from here yeah. because it looks so good. I just don't know. How does it what, get better? What yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do. And yeah, like and like we say, we're getting to the point where visual effects look better than the resolution of the human eye. So it's not even <laughs> that you could, if it got better, you wouldn't be able to tell. So that's going to be... An interesting leap <laughs> to improve those sorts of effects. Mm. But I'm excited to see what they come up with. Yeah. Um, so then the other part of the question was about what TV show or movie would we make? Yes, and which is very interesting. Yeah, how we... how would we stop it from being cliche? Kill yeah. the main character. <laughs> we would be the main characters and we'd die very quickly. <laughs> well, this is actually... Um, an interesting question, I think, because I have quite vivid dreams oh, okay. that are very sort of movie-like. Um, I'm always the main character because I am the main character <laughs> of my own world. Um, and um, I have quite good control over my dreams, so I sort yeah. of shape them to be how I want them to be. And they're great movies. Do you dream? Let us know at the Friendship <laughs> Quest. <laughs> well, that is, it's an interesting question because I really don't remember my dreams ever. Mm-hmm. I do have vague recollections of them, but they, they escape me very quickly. Because, like, I, I'm not afraid to, like, kill off my friends in my dreams. Of course. You know, <laughs> it's more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I know this story is getting a bit cliche. You better push John off the volcano. Well, yeah. Oh. You know, sometimes it's got to happen. Sad. I had a friend who, no matter how many times she turned up in my dreams, I just couldn't kill her off. <laughs> Poor friend. <laughs> That's really funny. Just I thought you were really gonna... irritating me. I thought you were gonna say like, "Oh, I just killed them off every time," but no, I just couldn't get just rid of them. Couldn't do it. So I guess you don't have complete control. No, it's a shame. You need to work on that. Yeah, sorry. Right. So what? 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 You're bringing your dreams to reality. Is that what you're getting at? Or... Yeah, I would. I would make those dreams I have reality. If you made a TV like show. Like, if I made a movie, yeah. So what's a good example? Um, I had the zombie apocalypse dream. Okay, you we, you we already know you love the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it was great, though. What happened? It was started by monkeys. How? So monkeys what? had, like, a virus. This was, oh, year, okay. this was like, I dreamt this when I was, like, a young teenager, by and the you way. you still remember it? Yeah, because it was iconic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> and the monk... So my friend... Um, had loads of little pet animals, which included pet monkey. Yeah. Um, which had this virus. Right. And if the if a monkey bit you, you would turn into a zombie. You're gone. And then the zombies would like eat you. So the zombies didn't turn you into a zombie. The monkeys did. 
Oh, uh, okay. But then the zombies would eat you. And are these monkeys, like, are there a lot of these monkeys? They escaped, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and so then that was all happening. I was with my friends on the bus, managed to escape. Um, a couple of them, you know, uh, got, you know, they went down along the way. Yeah, I can't juggle too many characters in these things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my friend who didn't die in any of my dreams was safe because um, of that area of town Ugh. didn't get affected by the monkeys. Is Am I the friend? No. <laughs> Can I be? No, you died in a dream quite recently, oh, John. No. <laughs> That's so sad. That was in the dream where I played Troy Bolton in High School Musical oh, yeah. 2. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, and then I made it to the lab. Yep. I made it to a lab with my doctor friend. Yep. Um, she died. She got e- eaten by monkeys, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not eaten by zombies. No, I think she got attacked by the monkeys because we were like experimenting on the monkeys, trying to find the cure. You were. Yeah. You the scientist. I was in the lab with okay. my doctor friend. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then. What's the twist? Come uh, on. The mon- the monkeys were closing in. Yeah. I was locked in a room by myself. Yeah. Monkeys were closing in, and then I didn't know how to get out of it. And so, what I do in my dreams when I I don't like where it's going and I don't know how to change it, I imagine there's a TV in the room and I change the channel and the TV in the dream changes. <laughs> So that, that doesn't was the sound, conclusion. That doesn't sound like it'd make a very good movie. I'd write a better conclusion. What would you do? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to give me some... <laughs> give me time. Give me a twist or something. Okay, okay, okay. Who's playing you? What's the title of the movie? <sighs> I was just trying to think about that. I don't know. Monkey Apocalypse. Yeah, something but like a Revenge of the Planet of the Zombie Monkey Apes. Mm. Mm. Cinematic gold. Yeah. So that... Um, who would play me? Cool. I mean, I could play me. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. We could swap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You would play you. I mean, I do act. Yeah, but that's not the point. That's not be the a, fun be of a it. missed opportunity, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know. I don't know who would play me, though. Okay. That's um, mine. Okay. Uh, well, I can't base it on my dreams. No. So... I'm also the main character (laughs) of my life. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, the media I consume most is animated. So Mm. I might like to produce an animation. Not that I personally would be able to animate, but you know, I'd come up with the design. I'd come up with some concept sketches. Uh, Are we playing? Wait. So am I making this my movie? What's going on? Do I have complete creative control of any movie or anything? I don't know. I didn't ask the question, John. What's the question? I don't know. (laughs) Because you made it your dream, and now I'm I'm thinking. No, sorry. I was just saying, like my dreams are like good places. If we if we were being legit about like what movie I would make, and we're not just being like, oh, I'm the main character. Um, I've always thought it'd be really interesting. I tweeted about it. I can't remember what I tweeted. Um. Something to do with, like, you have... Stop yawning! (laughs) (laughs) You have um, your main character. Yeah. It's doing something. It's building up to, like, um, something big in their life. Like, they're doing stuff. Um, And then literally they cross paths with another character and it literally just switches to their story. You never see that other character again. You have no idea where their plot was going. You know? I can see that something, being good. You know, things along those lines, something interesting like that. I can see it being More bad. fleshed out. Yeah. But that that was something I thought in in my head. Something around that where, like, you're being shown something really interesting about someone's life. Yeah. And you want to know more. And then suddenly you just don't... That's it. You don't see them anymore. Because that's... Um, it's more like a comment on life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, like... It would have to... You come across people all the time. It'd have to be done very well, I think, because otherwise yeah, yeah. it would just be very unsatisfying. Well, um, but that's interesting. Why does a movie have to be like? Why does a movie have to be good? No, <laughs> but why does a movie have to like yeah. be satisfying? Like where no, it's gonna I, go and follow? It? No, I understand. We're not going for mass appeal here. Yeah, I'm a big admirer of Wes Anderson and his absurdist comedy. I'm a big admirer of. Uh, just wacky films, mm. you know. It's like I could make it really absurdist. I also love like fantasy and stuff, so it'd probably it'd probably be an anime. It's going to combine everything. It's going <laughs> to be an educational anime where there are these wizards, and they there are four factions of wizards, <laughs> and they fight with uh, spells that are based on 
addition, multiplication, division, but that's the rarest one. There aren't there's like one of them. That's okay. the main character. <laughs> okay. And subtraction. So there are three like factions they know about, and then this main character is like, but I divide. Yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, like Avatar, you got the four nations, but then there's the four maths maths camps. <laughs> right. <laughs> It'd be cool. It would teach kids all about physics and, um, but it wouldn't be corny. It would be like the, there's additive magic, there's subtractive magic, there's multiplicative magic, which is the most powerful form of (laughs) magic. And then divisive magic, which is just like, you know, you're making black holes everywhere. It's great. I mean, it sounds fun. It's also sounds like things I've seen before and that's okay. I'm high on concepts. I I mean, I can do the thing where the main character suddenly switches or suddenly dies, you know. I'm, I'm just trying to world build. I'm good at, I think I'm good at world building. That's my strength. Okay. And I think, I yeah, think, and I think I'm better at character building. Yeah, because I have no idea what the story is. I just know that I like the idea of this weird system. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can put this setting up. I want to make money off my movie. The possible... <laughs> That's I know. The problem, John. I know. I just realised <laughs> I put myself in someone else's shoes and I came to a conclusion. It's just so sad. It is sad. I just thought about something else I'd love. Down with the system. <laughs> um, yes, Katie. <laughs> okay. I'd like trailers to not tell us oh, what the movie's going to be. Yes. <laughs> Because uh, uh, the reason I thought about this, I just watched the new trailer for the next um, Pixar movie called Luca. Okay, I haven't seen it. We'll watch it. Okay. It looks like it's going to be a really good movie. Epic. But there's something that happens in it um, that obviously it's it's probably something that's going to like, it's not even going to be that big a reveal, but they could have made it a huge reveal and not shown any of that in the trailer. And yeah. That would have been sick. You know like soul soul i was about to say no i mean i guess this is a spoiler if you haven't seen it uh, pff, it's not but you know it's in the trailer and it's the whole point of the movie <laughs> <laughs> but mate how amazing would it have been if we spent like you know an, an extra 10 minutes really developing this, this guy's is life exactly and this guy's what I said character in my youtube video yeah and then he suddenly dies yeah and we didn't know completely out of the blue and suddenly we're in this whole new world that wasn't in the trailer. Yes! What the heck is going on here? I have lost my mind. I thought this was about soul music or something. Yeah, Why is it... exactly. But I bet that. Disney didn't like that. <laughs> I struck that down. That, I think that quick. would actually make so many more movies feel so much better. Yeah. The biggest one I can also think of for a movie I didn't see or haven't seen yet is, again, a Marvel movie. Right. Civil War. Oh, okay. Because... I watched that on a plane without oh. having watched, like, anything about it. Because I go. didn't like Marvel at that time. I I'd, I'd yeah. got out of that and then I was like, oh, I'll watch this and it was good. I sort of kept an interest in Marvel, but didn't... I didn't see that movie. Um, I wasn't that interested at the time. But so many people I heard complain about the fact that a character appears in it... Um, completely out of the blue. Yes. Unintroduced. No, I do actually remember this now. But he was in the trailer. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, I do remember at the time everybody saying if that had been something that just happened, people that would have lost sick. their minds. <laughs> and but of course, they probably made more money by putting it in the trailer anyway, because, because more then people, people would have been it. yeah, people would have gone to see it. But you know, that's why Infinity War was good. That's why they could do what they did with Infinity War because there was a whole nother longer movie yeah. about to come out that they then obviously made the most profitable thing ever. Yeah. So. It's... And I don't have this same problem with TV shows. Yeah. So like I'm watching WandaVision at the moment and everything that happens in each episode, like I don't know yeah, that the true. things are going to happen that do. Because so they I... can already hook you yeah. earlier. So they like have the trailer for the show, obviously, but they have so much content. They don't need to show you like too much that's going to happen and like big reveals and stuff. So you watch the trailer and then you start watching the show. And I'm sure each episode probably has a trailer as well, but I don't personally watch those because yeah. I'm watching the show. I've got no need for you to advertise yeah, the exactly. thing to me. Um, and so when certain things happen, like there have been huge character reveals, there have been 
major major things going down that I don't know are going to happen. That's sick. Yeah. And if I knew that before watching, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, exactly. And that's the problem with movie trailers. <laughs> but I have to watch it because yeah. otherwise I don't know whether I want to watch a movie. Well, there you go. There's another thing thrown into the mix that needs to stop. Stop it. That wouldn't be in my film. No. My film would be great. <laughs> It'd be magic and maths. maths. <laughs> <laughs> great. My favourite things. I'd love it so much. Oh, okay. Classic. It wouldn't be cringe. It would be cool. And if you disagree, send us an email at thefriendshipcrest at gmail.com. And you can also send us comments on Katie's TikTok. Mm-hmm. Have we answered the question? I think so. I feel like we didn't give enough time to what we would make, but I also have no idea what I would make. No, I've, I've, I've thrown said. some stuff out there into yeah. the void. It's very difficult to make something completely original and props to anyone who's ever tried. <laughs> I'm certainly never going to. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to work on a movie, but... Yeah. Obviously. All right. We're done, I think. Yeah. Cut. Thank you. This is the secret bit at the end of the <gasps> podcast. <gasps> secret, secret. I hope you didn't stop listening, because I have a special announcement. Uh, this is now the actual end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget... That if you're ever watching a movie and you think, hmm, that guy kind of sounds like John, my friend from The Friendship Quest, it probably was because I've been in a lot of movies and that's not a lie. I can prove it. The end. <laughs> now, this is the real ending. <laughs> I, that was a complete lie. I've never been in a movie. I don't want really want to be. So if you are scouting for talent, uh, don't reach out. Unless you want to hire Katie. Thank you. I was going to say. But only if she's going to play me. Oh, the, okay. In the biopic I am, of my life. I am very good at playing John. You are. As I've seen got in your TikTok videos. Yeah. <laughs> in the biopic of my life called The Theory of John. Ah, <laughs> good. Right. Well, thank you for joining us. We're very tired. Yeah. <laughs> Get some sleep, kids. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.